everyone, it's Laura Molitor here again with another Divine Purpose Insights podcast. I'm your host of this weekly program and Divine Purpose coach and spiritual activist. You can find out more about me and what I do at beingfreenow.com. You can subscribe to this podcast and please feel free to share if you like what you hear. What does it mean to progress spiritually? How do we know and feel that we're advancing in a way that's meaningful and right? leading us to be better individuals in the world and more at peace with ourselves and our lives as well. These Bible verses have been helpful to me. 2 Peter 3, verses 17 through 18. Ye therefore, beloved, seeing ye know these things before, beware lest ye also, being led away with the error of the wicked, fall from your own steadfastness but grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We can grow in grace. And we do that by being less focused on, led away by the voices of the world and its noise and lies, and being steadfast in our desire to know God, to know good, to know ourselves as the children of God that Jesus revealed, and to behave in accord with that. Growth in grace is about discovering more about love and its power. It's about releasing the ego and enjoying the wonderful freedom and joy of humility, listening for guidance with our hearts, not evaluating our progress and ourselves with our heads or by the world's standards of advancement. Grace is God's light in us and on us. It's not a learned thing so much as a daily bestowal that's there to lead us forward, keep us safe and supplied with good, as we're open to receive it. Making new discoveries in our spiritual lives, coming to a deeper awareness of ourselves and of others, of God's qualities experienced in our lives is always wonderful and satisfying. We can grow in grace, though, each day as we relearn what seem like old lessons sometimes. Our growth is most profoundly and powerfully felt in how much better we are loving, how much better we are at loving, expressing that true being that more naturally loves than naturally hates or fears. This growth away from fear and need and into love is growth in grace, and it's growth in our character. We develop a richer, more upright character as we allow love to be more present and real and genuine in us. As we love more purely we show forth more of God's presence in the world, and that's powerful, as well as ultimately more pleasing and effortless and satisfying. It's just more natural to us. This learning to love may feel like a constant lesson, but to reaffirm and reclaim our own loving nature and to receive God's love more in the process is a lesson worth learning over and over again. It is progress. A musician will play the same scales to keep in practice every day of his life from his early days of learning till when he's a master. Let's remember that being a master at spiritual goodness and love may take daily practice, but it doesn't mean we're not progressing or that we're not naturally gifted at love, for we all are naturally gifted at love. God made us so. We're his image and likeness, which means we are fashioned of love. It's our true being. That true being doesn't change, even if we're humanly pulled away from fully identifying with it, identifying ourselves rightly as beloved, lovable, and loving. 
We find our model for this growth in grace, in love, in Jesus, for sure. He loved rightly and freely and started by loving God, honoring God as the one and only and himself as at one with God, with this infinite source of life and love. I've been led along these lines lately then to think about character. How do we develop character? Good character, Christian character, as it's sometimes called. This virtuous state of being and living may seem like a high goal, but it really is a human expression of our inmost identity, our soul. I saw a documentary about Ben Franklin recently, and he, in his very diligent and efficient and determined way, they said, would write down a list of virtues that he wanted to express. And he'd tick off the boxes each day or week to see how well he did at expressing them. Things like patience, temperance, compassion, charity. At one point, he felt so good about having successfully expressed all the qualities on his list, he shared his accomplishment with a friend who reminded him that one quality was missing. I bet you know. Which one? And he asked his friend, which one? Humility. Of course. Well, to his credit, as the story unfolds, Ben Franklin becomes more determined to add that quality to his list and to express it in his life, or at the very least be self-aware enough to know when he wasn't expressing it. I was thinking about doing something like this myself as I've been led to look at my own character and whether it's developing in a good way or whether I need to keep an eye on some things. But I think starting with humility is really a good place. That humility opens us up to guidance on how to be better in other ways. And of course, thinking again of progress as how much and the character of our love for God and for one another. It's how we love that we progress. I love this story recounted in an article I read recently. It was written near the turn of the 20th century by a Reverend O.P. Gifford. I know nothing about him, but the article quoted this story he told about Jesus and his takeaway on that. He says, Once when the master was hurrying to the home of Jairus to raise his daughter from the dead, a poor friendless woman touched the hem of his garment and straightway she was healed. He planned to save the ruler's daughter. He healed the woman by the way without planning. Which of our best and worst work is done by the way? What we purpose to do may but express our wills. What we do by the way expresses our characters. We can do good by deliberately setting ourselves to do good, though we ourselves are not good. We may assume a virtue if we have it not. We may play a part on the stage of life, but the work by the way is the real test of character. End of quote. It's very thought-provoking. I'm going to think about it myself more. What are we doing by the way? Not because it's a part of our program, our plan, our purpose for our days, but because our hearts just lead us there. Well, that's all I have for today. I hope you're having a lovely spring season. God's grace and love to you. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.